Okay, let's take a look at Mishnah. We do Aimah. Shrikil Adam Basa, can I get a Kleifitz? He's talking about a person wants to go and weigh meat on Yontif. He's allowed to go weigh it, can I get a Kli? Normally, obviously, when you have a scale, you don't put a Kli on the other side, you put a weight, which is a normal way to weigh things in general during the week. And the goal on Yontif is to do something different. Why? So it should weigh you normally weigh for the sake of selling. Not want to appear that it's for the sake of selling, and therefore you do it. Can I get a kli? Let's say you take a keli, which, as you know, is worth is uh, weighs a pound, and you put that instead of the weight of a pound. Can I get a kaifis, which is like a big knife? Again, you know how much that weighs, and you use that as a measuring um, item instead of using the classic weight. Chomayim says no. They disagree, and so you cannot use a, a scale at all. And even if it's going to be done in a usual manner, scale is inherently made for the sake of selling and measuring is in the in the realm of being used for the sake of selling and therefore cannot use a scale at all. Kamara says, my kalikar, it's like a strange, like a strong language, kalikar at all. Just so you can't use it. I'm a Yehuda, I'm a Shmuel, afilu Even if you're putting it up there, not for the sake of weighing at all, but to, accept, to keep it uh, safe from mice, and you have a piece of meat, you know, put it up on high up, because that's what the scale is, there's not going to be mutter, even though it's not for the sake of weighing at all. That's only if the scale, obviously, is on its peg, which is weight made to to weigh, it looks like, or it appear like, you're still weighing it for the sake of selling it, even though you're putting it for a totally different purpose, the sake of um, saving it from mice, still going to be awesome. A a professional butcher cannot weigh things even with his hand. Right? They used to have a person who's really good can weigh things and figure out you know, how much it weighs. He puts a weight in one hand and puts the thing and doesn't even scale, he can figure it out. So he's because of his ability to do that with his hand, it's also us, so it still appears as if he's doing it for the sake of selling it. Furthermore, you cannot weigh things with water, right? with water displacement, which is one of the other ways how a person would, would, would weigh, even though it's not a scale. Also going to be Asr to do that on Yantif. It's Asr to make a handle on Basr. They used to make some sort of like a indentation into the Basr with the sake of hanging it up, which is again for the sake of selling it. It's also to do that. It also appears like it's going to be a normal weekday activity in the meat. I'm Ravina, will be other shy. If it was made just with your hand, you made a hole in the meat with your hand, not with, normally it sounds like it was done with a tool, which was made a significant type of of a handle, that's going to be Asa, but if you do it with your hand, if you just have a hole with your hand, that's, that's Mutter. I'm Ravina, Mutalase Simim Basar. You can make a simmer on the Basar. Kyadaravaravuna, used to make a triangle. We used to want to send meat with someone and we sent it through a non-Jew. I'll make sure he didn't switch the meat for something else. So this is a classic simon they make on the meat. So you used to do it. Picture as in the Rashi, a picture of a triangle. And used to cut it. And that's mutter. That's for the sake of sending it, not necessarily for the sake of sale only. And therefore, that's going to be mutter to cut it in an unusual fashion on Yantif. They used to weigh a piece against a piece. Sounds like they would actually use meat instead of a weight. Then they had a meat which they knew exactly how much it weighed, and they were weighing another piece against it. And see what the goal was, as Rashi explains, they wanted to have split meat 
among them. So they used to have different pieces of meat. And I wanted to make sure everyone got an even piece. So they used to weigh, okay, this sounds like, feels like a weigh is the same as this. Both sound like they're even. And therefore they would split it in that fashion. So they would, would being, do some, some sort of weighing for the sake of splitting up the meat among them. And the Mario says, who would allow that? Gemara says, Kemat, like Rav Yudah, like Rav Adon. Sounds like it feels like neither opinion in our Mishnah. Ik Rav Yudah, Haimer Sheikh Adam Basa, but can I get a kli? Can I get a kaifis? Sounds like only you can use a kli or a kaifis, which sounds like more unusual. Can I get a kli in? Can I get me there? Can I get Sounds like only a kli is, is permissible to use, but not for now you use another piece of meat to do that. Not permissible. And the Rabbanon they hold this also totally. Harmi Mishkichim is kafas and kolikim. They can't use a scale at all. So who? Which opinion allows you to weigh meat against another piece of meat, and that would be okay? Kamar says there is a third opinion. They go to opinion of He does allow one to weigh a piece of meat against another piece of meat on Yantif, and therefore that's a little more lenient than Yehuda. Not with the weight, but with another piece of meat, he does allow one to weigh. Gemara says, Allah is like because I have a Mishnah in Bukhiris, which seems to be a proof to Yeshua's opinion. What's the Mishnah in Bukhiris? It's not something which was Hagdish, became possible, no longer could be used. So you want to really sell it for the sake of getting the money. Any, any benefit that comes out from that sale goes to Hagdish. But there are certain limitations how you deal with this piece of meat, which was really Hagdish, and cannot be sold just like a regular piece of meat. It has to be sold in some of more, a more hush of a Bakovitika manner. And therefore, the Mishnah really gives restrictions how it can be sold. But it does allow you, it does allow you to weigh a piece of meat against another piece of meat when you have a Bukhar, which you're going to be selling now. It sounds like that's a permissible activity. Now, Kamar is comparing Bukhar which again has to be dealt with a certain level of, of Kedusha, a certain level of, of not a flippant way of using it, to Yantif, which Gemara will obviously say there's not necessarily these two things, two things uh, go together. Gemara now wants to compare the same way we'll seem to allow, you don't allow regular um, weighing of, of meat for Ptulim Akdashin, but you do allow Monik and Eginbada when it comes to the Bukhar. So to over here for Yantif, we don't allow regular weighing, we should allow the weighing of these two things don't seem necessarily to go together. I can look at Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Shua said over here on Yantif, the lack of bezayin kachim. Over here, we're not dealing with bezayin kachim. We're dealing with trying to make it different than during the week. It should not appear like a regular sale. Aval hasim take bezayin kachim to treat meat like a regular sale and kachim as a bezayin wouldn't necessarily be approved to what Rabbi Shua would hold over there. Or the flip side, inami. I can look at Rabbi Shua. Maybe they only allowed it over here because it doesn't appear like weekday activity like for sale. But over there, where it's not necessarily a bad move in the chal, who said they would agree to it? Therefore, the Gemara says no proof from the case of Bukhar at all to what Yeshua would hold by Yantif, and therefore you cannot prove that we pass on the Yeshua. But again, Yeshua's opinion still stands that he holds its mutter away meat against another piece of meat. Now, the Gemara has a side point now that. The story that we introduced this concept with was the story of Rebbe was with um, Rav Chia and Shimma Rebbe who were trying to split up meat, which sounds like that they were wanted to make sure it would be even split. Stop, it sounds like they were makbid. Rav Chia and Rav Chia Rebbe were makbid when they split up things which should be even. I'll give you another story which is totally uneven 
and they're okay with it. So why are we here by this case to meet where they being so makbid and have to make sure it was weighed against one against the other? There was the seven pieces of, of fish. And five of them went to Rav Chia. Well, a couple of Shem Rebbe, and Shem Rebbe was okay with that. He only got two, and he was fine with that. So you see that their whole splitting was not really something which they were so mocked on. So what's the whole story with the meat? That they wanted the Dafka split it, and they had to weigh one piece against the other. What's going on? So I'm Rav Papa, you're right. The names really are somewhat confused. Shadi Gavra Benayar, there's this, the, 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 to throw someone else in this equation, and really the names were, were incorrect. Either it's Rav Chia or Rav Yishmol not Rav Chia and and let's mix up the names and Rav Shem Rebbe is the Shmuel Rebbe Yisli or Shem Rebbe and Rav Kavra Kafra. So one of the names are wrong, and therefore it's two different <coughs> stories over here, not dealing with the same people as the other story with the fish. And therefore, in this case, between Rav Shmuel and Rav Chia or Rav Shimon and Rav Kafra, the Taka were Machbed wanted to make sure the meats were even, and therefore they were weighing it to make sure. And again, they went to the opinion of Rav Yeshua that allowed that to. Happen on Yantif. You cannot sharpen a knife on Yantif to take a knife and sharpen it. We'll see different ways of doing so. You can take the knife and clang it against another one, which is another way, a more primitive way of sharpening it. They'll maybe accomplish some of it. The metal is going to get somewhat helped, but not through a sharpening tool, which is the classic way of doing so. Again, this is all the weekday type of activity, and you have to do it different than during the week. So to clang it, on another knife would be different than you do during the week when you use a regular classic sharpener to sharpen the knife. Amr of It's only us of using a a even a a stone sharpener, which was the classic sharpener that was used. A Mashkhesashlaitsev is a wood sharpener, mutter. That's not going to be saying not the regular way you do during the week, and that's going to be mutter even on Yantif. That we just said that Shalavan is Asr, that's only also true if you're doing it to sharpen it. If you want to get off the fat, sometimes you take it onto the sharpening stone, not for the sake of sharpening the knife, but just to really get the fat off of it, to get the, the sometimes a layer of fat if you're cutting a lot of fatty meat. It'll get like an extra layer of fat. If you want to just remove that fat, that's mutter. It's not being done for the sake of sharpening it, and that's going to mutter. So it comes out according to this so far, it's only us stone. And for the sake of sharpening it. If it's neither stone or you're not doing it for the sake of sharpening it, according to this is mutter. Mechlal, the shalaisif was of wood. I feel the chad, the mutter. Even if you're actually doing it to sharpen it's mutter. That's so far this opinion. Some say that the same um, equation of uh, is going to sit on different halach <coughs> on the Mishnah. Some learn it on the sefer. That what? That we said by wood it's mutter, according to the Ruhana. On that the statement was said. That you said that wood is mutter, that that's only said if you're doing it to get off the fat. If you're actually sharpening it, even wood is asr. So this is a much more stringent opinion that says that wood is always asr, and I'm sorry, wood is always asr doing it for the sake of sharpening it, and stone is always asr. Even for the sake of to get off the shamunis. Machlal the shall evidence of a stone one, I feel have a shamunis, even to get off the fat is going to be asr. So this is so far we have two opinions. First opinion says that it's only asr if you're doing it for stone and sharpening it. Second one says sharpening is always asr, and the only time it's mutter is wood if you're getting off the fat. 
Some learned the same structure on the Mishnah. If you are doing it to sharpen it. If you're doing it to get off the fat, mutter. We have ended the Mishnah which says, if you're doing one knife on the other, even to sharpen its mutter. So again, this is a similar structure, but on our Mishnah. The Mishnah was mekel on a knife onto another knife. That's mekel even to sharpen it. When it's bimach, we're doing it for the sake of sharpening it. So the child has nick, you're totally out of luck. Correct. Correct. Correct to sharpen it, which we'll see. Now I'm used to that. We'll get to it. We'll see in a moment. But according to this, if you have a, right, if you have the chal, if they have the shkita knife, which was not sharpened, right, you'd be, you cannot shecht on yantif. Right. We'll see if we're going to use that. Some learn on the Seifa. It said you, the, the leniency that you could put one knife onto the other knife. On that, that only is mutter, take off the fat. Actually, to sharpen it, it's aser. If you're doing it on a sharpener, so again, the second would be more stringent, and only mutter in the one knife on the other, if it's for the sake of getting off the fat. Sake of sharpening is always aser, and by a sharpener, no matter what your goal is, even if for the sake of getting off the fat, it's going to be aser. Now the Gemara says, "Man is aser." Who is this opinion that says that a sharpening, a sharpening knife is aser? Amar of Chista, the like of Yehuda, not like of Yehuda. Who's of Yehuda? The Sanya, according to the Tanakama, Shabbos Yantiv. The main difference is Eichel Nefesh things for the sake of food. You can cook, you can do things for food preparation. Even preparation, which means not actual food preparation, a step before, such a sharpening a knife, which you need for the sake of ultimately a food, will be Mutter according to Yehuda, which is reacting your case. If you have a person who has a Shechita knife, which is not not uh, prepared, you can do it according to Yehuda because it's ultimately for the sake of food. Even though this step is way before the food, that's mutter. Our Mishnah seems to go, no, only actual food preparation is mutter, a step before which will be included the knife, that's going to be also. It sounds like a major machlekes of Yehuda and the Rabbanan, whether you can do machshir or chalafesh, and we'll see. Even if Yehuda was going to qualify in a few minutes. I'm the reveler of Chista. Tashina mishmecha alachak of Yehuda. It was said in your name, the alachak of Yehuda. That's great. All, all good shmaitas, all uh, great things come out of my name. That this, uh, I'm very happy this came out of my name. That Yehuda to allow machshir echanefesh, which is preparation for echanefesh on yantif. in front of Rava. He was taking a knife and he was rubbing it on the edge of a, of a basket. Are you doing this to sharpen the knife? Are you doing it to get off the fat? What, what was, what's your goal? And he said, I'm just getting off the fat. But, I saw that, that, that he really wasn't, uh, really wasn't correct. He was really doing it. He was doing it. So why wasn't he honest about it? Because he held Allah like of Yehuda. But it's not a psaac that we say in public. That means if someone knows Allah, and because the problem is sometimes things are, are so confusing when you start saying this over in public, and 
people will get confused what you could do, what you can't do. And therefore, as a halacha, we do hold that way. Be'etzen, means if you know the halacha, if you learn it, you can do it, but you cannot pass, can, cannot say that over in public. It's a, it's a too confusing halacha to say in, in, for the masses. Similar story, the Gemara says, from Rabbiah, the Kamina came into Maris in front of Mar, and he was rubbing a knife on the end of a millstone. Are you doing it to sharpen it? Are you doing it to get off the fat? And again he responded, I'm just going to get off the fat. But again, I saw that really, he was doing it for sharpening it, for the same reason, because he held halacha, we do Pascha in that way, but not to give over a psak in public, and therefore he did not want to say it over that he was doing it for the sake of sharpening it. Can you show a sack? Can you show a knife to a chacham on yantif? A knife, obviously, if you're not sure if it's a kosher shechita knife, has to be shown to a bucky. Someone who's a who's a bucky and if begima is if it's going to have a nick in there or not. Can you show it to a chacham on yantif? Rav Mori Breder business shari rabbanon asri. Why is it machlekes if it's asri mutter? Hadesi Amar tamachacham royal atzmai umashil lacherim. One option he has, the Tabachachan can look at it for himself, look at it himself, and then lend it to someone else. So he's allowed to look at it himself. Question, can you go to get a, get a psak from a sack and from a Chacham on Yantif? Rashi says it's too much, if you're going, the whole process of going to a, to, to a Chacham and getting a knife checked out, seems like it's part of the process of going for the sake of checking and then selling, which was the part of the process. Too much weekly activity. But a Chacham wants to look at it himself, he can do that. And they go lend it to someone else who may need that. That's okay. It's not considered the process of normally leading up to buying and selling. Amr Vesif, Sakan Sha'amda, Mutal Khadir Yantif. If you have a sakan which became dull, you can sharpen Yantif. Again, this like of Yehuda, it says you can sharpen knife on Yantif. Right, this is if you if you if you're doing it, um, um, if it's still able to has some sharpness to it, that it can still have sharpness to it, it's still cut. But, and with pressure, it means like you push it. If it can't, if it's so dull, it can't, even with pressure, it can't cut at all, that's like totally fixing the knife, and that's not considered a mutter, it's, it's going to take away too much uh, involvement, and that would not be matter on yantif. It's only matter if it still cuts. Okay, it might need a little extra pressure to push it, but it still does cut on yantif, then you can sharpen it to make it even better than that. Totally dull, you're not be allowed to sharpen it from dull to sharp. Teresh of Chista, Vitema, Rav Yisuf, Echad Sakin Shapagma. If you have a knife which got a pegam in it, you got a, a nick in it. Echad Shvud Shnirtzam. If you had a Shvud as a spit, which also got bent. Echad Greifas Tanavi Kriim or or scooping out from a Tanavi Kriim Yantiv. That's Machlekes Rude of Rabbanon. These are all things that are part of preparation for food. Reviewed this Mat and Machshir Chanefesh. The Rabbanon say it's Aser, and these things are all part of things which are there for preparation of food, not for actual food. Process itself. The Sanya, Amyanta Lashabis, Elechanevish Bavad. And Rida says, Af Machshir Elechanevish, even food preparation, which is a step earlier than the food, like the knife, like the spit, like the oven, those things are all mutter. What's Pshar the Machaikis? My time in Tanakama. Amakra, who levad the Yasalachem? That. What's that? That means actual food preparation you can do. Who, Volay Machshir? That, the actual food, not the preparation of step beforehand. Review this as a different Russia. You can do it for yourself. What does it mean for yourself? Whatever you need. If you have a knife now which is dull and you can't cut the meat, you have to sharpen it. If you have a spit which is not usable because it's bent, 
fix it. No problem. Tanakamak said Lachem. What does Tanakamak do with the drush of Lachem? Kamar says a famous drush. Amul Lachem le'lenachem. You can cook for yourself, not for non-Jews, but not be able to cook for a non-Jew on Yantif. Vinich Nami Aksev who? What is the who did with the drush of who? Amul Lachem who? Aksev Lachem. Itak he agrees that there are certain cases you cannot go and do Mashir Echanefesh. When is that? He says, if you could have done it before Yantif, you're actually required to. You know why? Why are you waiting for Yantif to do it? It's not busy. It shouldn't be busy in Yantif doing Mashir Echanefesh. But let's say it broke on Yantif. The, the knife on Yantif got dull. So you have no choice. You couldn't have done it beforehand because it wasn't, uh, wasn't available. If it was not possible to do it before Yantif, then you can do it on Yantif because that's something which you had available. So even if Yehuda agrees, something which you could do beforehand, you're actually required to because we don't want you busy in Yantif doing the Mashir Echon Nefesh. Amr of Yudam Eshmol, Shvut Shanitzah, if you had this, this uh, spit which bent, you cannot fix it on Yantif. Pshita, even if it's a simple, to, to, you can do it with your hands, you don't need a, a, a tool to do it, still it's going to be us, he's still fixing the thing on Yantif, which is us. A shvu which is already used to roast meat with, also you cannot go and move it. Rashi says it becomes disgusting once you cook, you roast meat on it, and now it becomes the mukta machus mius, which is one of the types of mukta, and you have to, if you cannot move it at all on Yantiv once it was used. You could move it like like um, like basically get it in a way which is not normal moving it. To get into the corner, you want to just move it out of the, out of the way. That's what that's what Malachi says. He only allows that if it has some meat on it still. So as meat on it still, it's not really muktzah because it's still edible meat. Then he's not to remove it. But if it's no meat on it, totally muktzah. No, just like if you have a thorn which is going to be potentially damaging to people you can move it to get it out of the way so to this, this spit which is it's going to be stuck in the way somewhere you can get it out of the way no one should get hurt on it no one should get nothing should happen to anyone there's three halachas we said for Malachi with these two names which are very similar Malachi and Malachia. So we just had a halacha of Shvud, which is the halacha about a Shvud not being mutter, not being Yantif. That was a Malachia. And two other halachas, the halacha about Shvachis and the halacha of Gumais, those are all Malachia. Blurious, if a Makli and Gmina, three different halachas, that's a Malachia. Rav Papa says, no, different way of remembering it. Masnisa, Masnisa. Rav, Malachia. Mishnayas and Rises are said by Malachia. Shmaitas, which are Gemaris, are Malachia. The Simonech, Masnisa, Malchasa. The Masnisa goes along with Malchasa, those go. To go together, that's way of remembering it. Might be nayer the difference between these two opinions will come out shvaches of having a shifcha which is going to be working for a person. That's going to be one difference, but that's just a way of remembering what's what. Our main halacha is about the shvud, and that was from Malach Yoy, as we said earlier that he holds not mutter, not mukta on yantif. Shkivaldi, shkirech